Hello everyone and welcome to Young Well Africa. I'm your host Kagendo Monene. I'm a counseling psychologist working with young adults and a founder of Beyonda, a wellness consultancy based in Nanyuki, Kenya that innovates wellness for young adults in Africa. So Young Well Africa is a space where we share stories of resilience of young adults living their truth. We get to learn how a typical modern adult coped with difficult moments in their lives that led them to transform into who they are today. This is our very first episode ever and I'm very excited to journey with you as we learn from each other. Our theme for this episode is coping for creatives. We want to explore the challenges unique to young adults in the creative industry and with me today is my good friend and creative Charles Kefera, also known as the African Superman. He's a music producer, podcast producer, singer, songwriter, social entrepreneur, and youth leader. So welcome, Charles. Thank you. Welcome to Youngwell Africa. Uh-huh. We're very excited to have you here. Also happy to be here. Thank you. So I've told our listeners yeah. what you do. Yes. So tell us, <laughs> who are you? Well, you've pretty much mentioned everything. Um Maybe you forgot a few more things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Charles Kibira, as you well said, um, musically known as African Superman. I'm 30 years old, actually this year. Very excited to have entered that uh, you know new new segment of my life. So yes, I'm a music producer and engineer, singer songwriter, a podcast producer. A youth leader, you know, any anything to do with music, I'm I'm all there. I'm all in. I'm music entrepreneur, because I also create jingles, as you know. Um, host uh, shows, both uh, audio and visual ones, and do voiceover for various companies. And of course, you know my very big and my greatest movement that you know I've ever even created was um, music that heals. So I, I I find myself that's how I wanted to be seen as a as a musical healer, yeah. you know, and and those are the kind of you know lyrics. That's the kind of content that I, I my first albums you know were all about. And since then, I've promoted that throughout my um, you know my fellow youth as well. So yes, that's that's. Just a little bit about uh, me and my music. Okay. <laughs> so when you say uh, you believe in music that mm-hmm. heals, mm-hmm. what does that say about you and what you believe in? Well, it says, and like the name insinuates, African Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, generally, there's more to to myself and even to the listener than what is portrayed you know than what is just in front of them there's more to everything and even especially in music it's not much seen as something that can that can actually make an impact in someone's life um, especially in africa i came to realize that when i moved back from uh, usa music is not viewed here as uh, as important or rather young guys something for young guys that can actually go into it and and be part of something great so that's why i i try and bring that on because if i can do it 
and if I've done it, you know, if if I've created music that got me in front of the likes of, uh, for example, Margaret Kenyatta, um, it's music that got me in front of thousands of people, you know, performing and seeing people coming to see and hearing what I need I need to say. Um, it's music that made me a different person even while I was in high school. When I was starting, it's music that, you know, changed my, my whole life and the way I was behaving. And, you know, for instance, I'll give you a good example. Never, never shared this one with you. Uh, in high school, you know, music can be good and bad. Okay. So the music I was watching and listening to was, was not making a positive impact on me. Um, at the time, you know, uh, in the videos, people, we were sagging their pants, you know, proper low. <laughs> I'm not talking about just sagging a little bit, all the way down, technically. Um, so now when I came on stage to do a musical called Hairspray, it was the exact opposite. And one of those pictures are in the studio. I was wearing pants that were up to my... <laughs> To my stomach. <laughs> so everyone in school came on, came on stage and they were like, no, that can't be Charles. You know, because everyone was uh, looking at me as, you know, this other side of, of things. So it's music that came and transforming. And I thank uh, everyone who was part of that, especially my my drama club teacher. She's the one that pushed and urged me to, to, to be that, to be that creative person and, and actually come and make a positive impact. So, and where else to make a positive impact to music rather than home? So that's why I came back to Africa. My fellow African youth can be, can, can follow the same, same journey. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Thank you. I never had that connection that, you know, it transformed you, what yeah. you are listening to, yeah. what you are, you know, the kind of videos you are watching. Exactly. And now you want to do the same, that you want to provide this platform where you produce music that actually transforms. Yes, that's it now. Another human being. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, yes. so today we are talking about the challenges mm-hmm. faced by you know, people in their creative industry. Sure. So tell us of a time, you know, mm-hmm. that was a difficult moment for you. Okay. And that led into you transforming to who you are today. Okay. Um, the most recent one that actually made a huge impact and a huge transformation was during the, the COVID period. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm sure this one I'm speaking on behalf of a lot of artists, <laughs> yes. a lot of creatives, uh, therefore. Um, yeah, COVID, when COVID came, it changed everything. From there on, there weren't any shows. There weren't any venues for us to go and, and present our music to. We couldn't gather. So, and then now it came to the part where like I myself had opened, uh, a studio uh, in Anuki. We've I had even gone to the extent of launching it. I had launched it through the help of um, many business women and men in Anuki and also the government. And the studio was public and, you know, young guys and girls were coming and um, actually made an album, which because of COVID, I never actually released it. Um, featuring all different artists from 
from around uh, uh, Nanyuki, my town, and even a little bit further. So, and on top of that, I also had um, auditioned for the uh, Corps of Army Music in the in the UK, and and that also had gone through. I I passed, you know, successfully, but then now when and and you know everything was lined up for success, but then that was just the same time as COVID hit. And there were no flying. You couldn't go anywhere. Um, artists couldn't come to the studio anymore. We couldn't gather for those events that we were doing, the launches, the album listenings, you know. Uh, the town was getting to know Nanyuki music. So that was my my biggest setback, you know, that I can remember. Huh. Wow. You mentioned that you had uh, now beyond the al- um, I mean album yeah. that you had produced. Of course. You also had this opportunity in the UK. Tell us more about it. What does AMI mean? AMI. The, so the core of AMI music is actually um, a core, a segment of the army, of the British army. Oh. But now these are not the guys who are in the front line um, with, the, with the guns and all that. This, this is the army of mm. music. So they're the ones entertaining. They're the ones doing the ceremonies. They're the ones uh, performing when the queen is, when the queen was, um, you know, at the Buckingham Palace. The, those, that's, that's the core of army music. So I was en route to that. Um but then that was also cut short. And and since then, there was nothing, there was no further communication from it. Okay. So you had the opportunity to really change the trajectory of your music and take it even beyond Kenya, beyond Africa. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. So what was the hardest part, you know, of this period? You know, everything changing, all your plans now looking like, you know, it's not going to happen. You know, they are stalled. Mm -hmm. So how are you coping on a daily basis? How did that look like? Well, that was, (coughs) excuse me, that was really hard because I was on a a marathon, Mm. on a musical marathon. I was creating albums, I was creating music, but then now when all of that stopped, it was, I I didn't actually know where to head next, you know, even waking up in the morning, for instance, I'm an early riser. First thing I do when I wake up, go exercise, get my mental health, my physical health, everything in check. I stopped doing that. Um, food, I'm usually, I just cook all the time. It's, it's therapeutic for me and, and I love it. I stopped doing everything that was therapeutic for me, even music. That's also, of course, one of the biggest therapies for me is, is music. I stopped that as well. So, and then now I found myself that I was actually intaking, um, you know, uh, poison, uh, a lot of it, alcohol, um, more than usual. And of course that changed a lot of relationships from, for, for me and my family, my immediate family, you know, my partner and, and my daughter and also my, my parents, you know, I cut communication with a lot of friends as well. 
and I just found myself uh, cocooned in just this little dark space. And that went on for, for a while, you know, um, before I could even know how or what to do next. Um, usually, usually I, a lot of things don't get to me and I always have a way out in, in many aspects. But this one, this one, I, I, I just couldn't know. I, I didn't have a, a way forward. Yeah. So that, that, that's why now I realized that okay, I need I need to do something about it because everything was just closing. Studio, I closed it down and I packed my things and brought them home. And you know, from there on, even with the everything at home, I wasn't I wasn't creative. I wasn't using it. Uh, yeah, I almost even sold it. Like it was terrible, you know, to make money to to find uh, another way way out. Um, thank God it didn't happen because I overcame it, you know, with time. Yeah. Okay, so it seems you know like how everyone else just copes when you know life happens to you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it gets to you as you've said like most things don't get to you but this one got to this you this one did and you found yourself isolating yourself from everyone you yeah, love you know, just going yeah. into that cocoon that you're talking about yep. and so you're here in the cocoon you've you know isolated mm -hmm. yourself from everyone yeah you know and how did you get out of it? And how long did it take? It took several months. Um, yeah, definitely several months. But uh, luckily for me, and this this was definitely lucky because this was around the same time uh, my daughter was born. She's now two and five months. So when she was born, you know, uh, of course, late nights, she is, everything changes when you have a newly born baby. So we found ourselves, her and I, going to the studio. Now, now I would set up at the sitting room of our, of our house at the time. I set up uh, the sitting room studio there, with the keyboard, what, 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 the... Uh, the monitors, the microphone, and we would go there when she's not sleeping in, in the night just to let her mom uh, sleep a bit. We would go to the studio and actually, you know, create. And, and, and within minutes, she would fall to sleep in my arms. <laughs> but since I'm already up, I was like, okay, now what do I do? So I just would end up now starting to create. And I found that all of those things that I mentioned to you that are therapeutic to me, uh, exercising, cooking, music, I found them now interconnecting because um, while we are creating with my daughter, I found now, of course, I would also have to cook for, for my partner, you know, so when she wakes up, they can find good food, they can be nourished. And so I made a song called Kitchen. <laughs> from the experience of what I was doing, you know, creating music and cooking at the same time. I made a song called Kitchen. Um, and it was awesome, by the way. And then I made another song 
called I Know. So it just was, I was mirroring myself. A lot of songs that I create, I'm, I'm talking to myself through a mirror. So I was saying, I know what you're going through. Uh, I know what you've been through. And I'm telling myself I've been there. And, you know, you can overcome it. So I made a song also to myself. And, um, and that song, when I, I had already started doing a bit of exercise, I, my exercises, my go-to exercise is jogging. Um, so I was doing two, two kilometers, five kilometers, <clears throat> you know, wouldn't pass that. But when I made this song, I know, um, maybe if you have two minutes, you can put a short snippet on it on the podcast. For the first time, I went 10K, 10 kilometers. Yeah, so I was like, wow, this is it. This is me coming back now. I'm becoming, I'm coming back to my, uh, super, superhumanness. And, and I, I was just amazed that I could do that to myself. That wasn't anyone. That was myself. Yeah. <laughs> wow. How amazing that, mm -hmm. you know, in this time that it felt so dark for you, you found strength in sure. the things around you. Yes. And one of that was your daughter being yeah, born. Definitely. And uh, you know what was a young <laughs> night routine supporting <laughs> your partner ended up to be, you yeah, know, yeah, studio yeah. time. Exactly. Yeah. And you found yourself and you were able to heal yourself with music. Amazing. Now I get why music heals. <laughs> you get it now. Yes, That's yes. it. Thank you. Yes, yes. Wow. Yes. How Precisely powerful. So. Thank you. So if I could ask you, mm -hmm. what are some of the lessons that you've picked up from that time, you know, about how you cope when adversity comes? Okay. I, I suppose the greatest lesson that I learned is that when when I was going through it, and like I said, I was mirroring myself a lot. You know, I would look at the mirror and, and look at myself and talk to myself and, and tell myself, you know, you're going through this. This is not normal. And only you can make yourself, you know, overcome it. So, I mean, I, I could have also opted to look for help elsewhere, you know, but there were there weren't interactions with anyone, even family. We weren't even meeting. Like for example, my mom took her almost six months before she met Wanjiro, her namesake. You know, so I couldn't. My parents, I couldn't really have a conversation with them because we are not meeting. Um, so I learned that that you know we have that in self. We have that inner power to to really. Um, you know, jumpstart ourselves and 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 get back get back on the road. That that's how I I learned it is is through me. We I have that power and in us in ability. Yeah. Mm, how powerful! <laughs> I like that. That you yeah. know you would tell yourself that you can get yourself through this. Yeah. I think from your story, what's coming out for me is that. The fact that by helping others, yeah. you are able to help yourself. Exactly. Like in that yeah, moment, that you just mm -hmm. felt like you couldn't see ahead. Yeah. But then you just stepped into your responsibilities. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. The people around you mm -hmm. and somehow you are able to see yourself in another light and mm -hmm. create. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. yes. That, that's good, actually. Um, coming to think of it, you know, helping others. 
um if if we don't push ourselves to to help someone else then we're not gaining anything so we only gain when we're helping ourselves each other yeah okay then so uh thank you so much for sharing your story sure. and uh the helping others part please if you're the person who helps <laughs> others too much yeah that is not for you <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, i think even in my own uh yeah. personal life i've seen when i'm really stuck and i'm able to help someone in need it helps me view myself from another place yes. and i'm able to think about things more clearly and i love that you are able to cope with isolation in that sense that you are there for your family and then you are able to get yourself out of it so thank you so much chadi for sharing your story of re- resilience with us uh i must say now since now i think i met you a year later No, yeah, two years later. Two years. No, it's 2021, so yes. a year later. Like a year later. So I found you when you were now <laughs> in your African supermanness. Yeah, properly. <laughs> <laughs> Back on my feet. And I must say, you know, from my interaction with you and the projects we've done together, yes. I, I, I experienced your bravery. You know what you're saying, that you are the person to get yourself out of it. So I experienced that in you, that you are taking on this, projects and even the ability to lead people because now you have a big team yeah like you lead people from the space of respect truth and kindness and you create spaces uh, that you invite people to be fully themselves in their personality talent and abilities so it's like you you are creating this healing <laughs> yeah? the healing is just going beyond yeah. you and to others as well so thank you so much for sharing your story we Karibu. truly appreciate Karibu and we sana. hope you uh, as our listeners you're able to get a moment to just reflect on your own difficult moment and that how you are coping and you've had it takes months you yeah, know? oh yeah i met yeah. him a year later and <laughs> then a year later. Like, oh this is awesome you know <laughs> so it takes time to overcome to find yourself again to adjust your trajectory to you know what life is giving you so take heart stay the course you know <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for taking time to listen to our first episode and our first guest. We shall be sharing the links of his work in the episode synopsis. So stay tuned for the next one where we'll be speaking to a young woman in the creative industry. Remember to expect an episode every third Tuesday of the month. And you're also welcome to tell us what kind of stories and guests you would like to hear from. Reach out to us through our website, www.beyonderwellness.org. And to find out more, you can go to the website or email us at hello at beyonderwellness.org or DM us at TikTok, Young Well Africa, IG page, uh, Beyond Our Wellness. Remember, you don't have to adult alone. Let's learn from each other. Keep reflecting for better coping. And until the next episode, it's bye-bye from me.